dear client who has kindly agreed to share her experience coaching with me over the last year or so. Michelle Eisenhardt is a lighthouse, a powerhouse, and a marketing guru and founder of Fly Pages and Fly Pages Fault, an STL-based marketing firm with a big mission to support small businesses in getting the marketing they need to succeed. She's a wonderful mother, a wife, and a joy to talk to, and we met at a co-working space during COVID, and I fell in love with her energy immediately and secretly hoped I could get to coach her and never underestimate the power of your mind and wishful thinking because my wish came true after giving a presentation about how to be more creative in your business in this co-working space Michelle approached me and as she tells the story hired me on the spot because I was her person I absolutely loved that and fast forward a year later Michelle is not only thriving in her business But she has woken up to the power of her nervous system, her thinking, her feelings, and the connection to a deeper purpose and passion in her business. I'm honored to share this conversation with you as it will give you a glimpse into what it is like to have a performance coach. And during good times and bad times, how do we get through to the other side? I want you to listen closely to Michelle's awareness around her beliefs, her feelings and thoughts and how it all creates her reality and also her willingness to do the work, you guys, because she has given herself permission to fully believe in herself, the people around her and stop chasing, hustling and grinding, but instead enjoying the process with urgency and determination but also coming home to herself easefully and trusting her inner wisdom of everything that she already knows. Enjoy this episode and if you love it and feel that there is one or two or three people out there that need to hear this message right now, please share this with them. Share it on Instagram and any of your social media and I will see you on the other side. So then I proceeded to tell you the story about how I was out of place after, gosh, 19 years in business where I was thinking of shutting down my business and then just becoming a big hired gun for some other corporation because I was tired and I was worn out. You know, I'm not an impulsive person, especially on, you know, like we talk about with money on like hiring and making investments, but there was something like when you and I were speaking that clicked, that was me snapping my fingers. <laughs> and I like hired you on the spot because you said, well, let's pause for a second. I, I'd really like to uncover this with you a little bit more. And first let's decide what brings you passion and purpose in your life. And then like, once you've uncovered that and you can refine your passion again, because it sounds like you don't have any passion anymore. And maybe you used to, then you can make a decision about what you want to do with your business. And for the first time I was like, ah, I have a next step. Like I wasn't stuck in a, I don't know what to do. And it was like this mental quandary of a hamster wheel, right. That I was on. And I was like, okay, there's one next step that I can do. And I just made the next step. Two big changes for me that were eye opening in working with you has been One, our feelings drive so much of our actions. And if we can acknowledge our thoughts and understand the feelings that that's creating, then we can also affect our actions. Like that whole 
like, and we can talk more about the thought model, like this concept of a thought model was massively empowering for me. And having this like passion, purpose-filled life where you have a guidepost. So as long as you have your guidepost of where you want to go, that you really believe in, in your being, and then you have an awareness that the thoughts that can help you get there affect your feelings and your actions or vice versa. Sometimes your feelings affect your thoughts, right? Mm -hmm. And how that is such an, a powerful tool to get where you want to go in life. So those two things have been massively transformative for me in my life. Um, just becoming aware of of all of it and how long it takes to repattern. And something that I saw in you is that you showed up consistently. And so if, you know, anyone is ever wondering about coaching, one of the things is consistency and that the reason coaching seems to be such a great tool for transformation is a, of course, the presence of a coach witnessing you in this transformation. And then the other part is showing up, right? So you don't skip weeks and weekly sessions seem a lot, right? And, and we might ask, what do you talk about in 15 minutes every week? And, you know, but you bring in all the drama, all the mind drama that your brain offers, and then we work through that. Um, and so just, I want to applaud you for showing up consistently for yourself and for your business, because that's a huge part of it. I do it because I see results. So like I said, I have had business coaches before, and it was very different because it was more like just one more burden, right? That I was checking off the list and I couldn't see the results or, and maybe I couldn't feel the results is maybe a better um, way to say that. So, you know, I, I mentioned like I had come to the point where I was really willing to give up what I call my baby of a business, mm -hmm. right? Like after 19 years, I was willing to give up my baby. I was in so much pain's not the right word. I don't know. Mm -hmm. apathy. I have no idea what, what exactly it was. We probably should work on what that feeling was. Um, but you know, <laughs> when you get to that point in, in your life and many things, mm -hmm. and you're like, I'm stuck doing nothing is not going to get me where I'm going. Then it's, it's like I said, you just got to take the next right step and then you have to keep taking the next right step. And so showing up every week was the next right step. Mm -hmm. And I was learning so much from you. I was like, I was learning an entirely different way to think about my business, think about my situation, think about myself. Mm -hmm. This, the, I had never, ever been exposed to the power of mindset in the way you were presenting it, I should say. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I, I grew up as an athlete and a competitive athlete. You know, I played club sports and went to college to play soccer. So I did have, I did understand a mindset of, you know, in sports, they teach you things like you're, you're taking the um, penalty kick, for example, in soccer. So first you have to visualize where you want that ball to go when you're, you're making that penalty kick and being successful at it. Right. So, I, I mean, that had been there in my past, but I didn't understand that was a powerful tool for all aspects of life. Mm -hmm. And so you really working on my mindset with me in conjunction with traditional, you know, business coaching type things. Like, mm -hmm. it's not like we just talk about mindset and my feelings all the time. 
You know, it's well balanced with the, okay, we're going to work through your mindset. We're going to work through your feelings. We're going to remind you where your purpose is. And we're going to have a plan to get you there. So Michelle, what, what are the next three things you're accountable for doing this week? So we always leave the meeting with Mm -hmm. an action plan as well. Yeah, exactly. And I think that it was a, it was a, it's a great dance between the two of the logical and the tangible, and then also the intangible uh, feelings and things that we might not know how to articulate. And I think having that space to be able to articulate, because many times, you know, coming on the call, not really knowing where the feeling is coming from. And then after like 15, 20 minutes, it'll be very super duper clear on what's actually causing you to be maybe confused or anxious or um, overwhelmed or, or whatever that might have been. Right. And so also I think something we can talk about, which I have found to be really important in our coaching specifically is decision-making, right? So as a coach, I know that I support people in decision-making. So because we make so many decisions every day and they could be decision fatigue. And so maybe telling our audience a little bit more about, you know, the process of how I supported you in making decisions, even the smallest one of like, what's that first step? Because how many times did we come in the call saying, oh my gosh, there's this huge task. And now what, <laughs> you know, I'm not doing this task and I don't know why I'm not doing it because I want to do it, but I haven't done it. <laughs> I'm procrastinating. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> now, and now I'm going to speak to this, but I'm going to speak to it still from a novice perspective who's still <laughs> learning because this is something we still a year later are yeah. bringing up regularly on our calls. Um, and, you know, I think that's, that's pretty common for high achievers, right? Entrepreneurs, we do have a large propensity to tackle a lot. So the challenge becomes like what to tackle first, right? What's the real priority? And where I want to start with this conversation is something I was literally just speaking to another lady in my co-working space yesterday about this, because I think this is a common issue that also many women have. And it was something you helped me with starting last year on this decision-making and tackling things. And that was, let's lighten your cognitive load, Michelle. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And if you recall back then, my cognitive load, and this is the other brilliant thing about you having you as an executive coach, was you included the concept that my personal life has a cognitive load along with my professional life, right? We have demands from everywhere. We are not to... Um, unique people. We're one person and we have to lighten the cognitive load. So starting first and foremost with just saying like, I'm going to put all the things down on paper that's running around in my head, mm-hmm. which turned out to be a lot. I think it's a lot for most <laughs> once you start to write it down and then starting with the, what, what can I solve for in, in the way of I can set down this mental load? And that, you know, that was as simple as setting set schedules on things, you know, whether it be carpool or certain times for client meetings or certain times for tech batching. Like how powerful was that? Like you don't have to be checking your email 8,000 times a day, um, you know, and really putting some things on autopilot so you can have the space, the mental space to make some big decisions. So that for me felt like step one, and it's still a process that I work through 
on a regular basis. Like I have to declutter my brain mm-hmm. to lighten the cognitive load to make the priorities. And and now where I think I'm more at is I do that and then I get very intentional about my week, you know, based on how you've taught me to look at my week. Like we do have the um uh, the strategic plan and we have our goal stacker and I have to say, okay, of my strategic plan, of the goals that I'm trying to hit, what are the priorities to move the needle this week? And when am I going to do it? And so how you taught me to map out my weeks to get really clear. So I am making sure that every day I am at least tackling one thing to move the business forward versus tackling the 50 fires that will come up in a day and really holding that space for me and making myself and the business a priority versus making everyone else a priority. And now the latest realization that I've had with you, and again, I I say I'm a novice because I'm not fully at this um, point of like putting it on autopilot and knowing how to do it. But it's, I was saying, okay, these are the things I need to move the business forward. And these are the five things this week. And, oh yeah, I'm going to like put these five things in my calendar and then I would feel, I didn't understand. I was feeling um, a little overwhelmed. It was mm-hmm. feeling big and I couldn't figure out why it was feeling big and I wasn't keeping it a priority. Mm-hmm. And I was then going back to like finding excuses for why yeah. I couldn't do it. I mean, and some of them are real, but then most of them were made up, you know, like <laughs> <laughs> they, I just made them real in my head. And Mm -hmm. so what you helped me understand is I wasn't breaking those responsibilities and those tasks into small enough bite-sized manageable pieces Mm -hmm. to tackle them and to really plan it out. And so, you know, just even like, well, let's map out your, um, your new business process. So as you bring on more people, there is a standard operating p- procedure. People know what you do well, your training. And I would put that down as a task. And, and like we just talked about in our, literally our last meeting, I was like, oh yeah, I can get that done in one hour. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, once I sat down and really yeah. started breaking out the chunks, it was like, no, you can't do that in an hour because you helped me figure out all the steps that it takes yeah. to map out the process. Exactly. Yeah. Right. So it's, it's the rocks that we're throwing instead of having, you know, this huge task, which can feel really unsafe for our body. It can feel very confusing. And I always tell you, you know, right. Um, a confused mind is an inactive mind. And I think that's, that's the, the sort of the rule that I like to live by is that if I'm confused and I'm noticing myself and my clients not taking action, the question is, where are they confused and where do they need clarity? Because that's really what um, what needs to happen is we need to get super duper clear. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. So it's um, it, it, and I, you know, I've, I've watched you sort of transform from, you know, this powerful woman who you totally are like you're a super badass. And, you know, it's it's interesting that. I hear you speak about how I have helped you transform, but also I think that you've also helped me see many different things. And I've learned through this entire process as well of how to manage busy, hardworking, high performers like you. So it's just been a really interesting journey. And I, and I love to hear and see all these results happening for you because it's, it's the best feeling ever as a coach. (laughs) 
Of course. And I get it. We're that way with our clients, right? As a marketing firm, we love it when they finally turn to us and say, okay, Mm -hmm. we need help. And then you help. And there are clients, there's good clients and there's not good clients sometimes. Right. And the good clients value your experience. Mm -hmm. They value your insight. They follow the process that, you know, you're, you're supposed to do, and then you help them get the results. And there's nothing more rewarding than like, oh yeah, this relationship, it is helpful. It, it helps somebody else and it validates me as well. So I do, I, I, I do hope it has validated mm-hmm. you. And I, and I shout you, you know, your praises from the rooftops on a regular basis. Thank you. And I also, something that came to mind is a comment you've made before, and, and I've heard you say it a couple of times, but just having the space to be, to have time to just talk about you. Right. So as, as executives, high performers with so much going on and families and and all the things, right. It's hard sometimes just say the thing that might sound silly. You're like, I don't want to burden anyone with this, or, you know, I don't want to be talking about this because it's work and la la la. So this is a time. And I know that this has been really helpful for you, right. To just say, I can just share and I can just, I can talk and it's, it's my time. Yeah. Yes. Yes, that is another thing I say on a regular basis. I say it is one hour a week because I have had people say to me, like, you meet weekly <laughs> with your coach? And I was like, yeah, it is one hour a week where it is literally about me and what is going on in my mind, what, how I need to fill my needs. And, you know, I don't think this is gender specific with a business leader, mm-hmm. right? Like we are mm-hmm. always trying to figure out how to serve our employees' needs, our customers' mm-hmm. needs, the problems of the business, there's very little time to pause and think about your own needs. And so having this space an hour a week to just really be able to come to you and maybe set down some of my struggles and not be in it alone and say, these are my struggles that are happening in the business. Sometimes it's struggles that's happening in my personal life that's mm-hmm. keeping me from doing well in my business. Absolutely. And you've been so helpful with that. And I think the other big thing that people don't understand if they don't have the right coach is it's also a very safe space to be vulnerable. Mm -hmm. So as a leader and as somebody who's high performing, we have to show up as the best versions of ourselves to help inspire others. I mean, not that we can't show our vulnerability some, right? But in, in general, we want to show up and put our best foot forward. And It's nice sometimes to feel weak for just an hour and say, I'm feeling weak in this area and I need to own this and I need help. Mm, Yes. Yes. And, and not in a therapy type of way, although, you know, we have talked about, I mean, obviously we talk about feelings in the past a little bit here and there, but I really want my audience to know, you know, if you're thinking about, you know, how is coaching different than therapy? It's that. I will make sure that you share your feelings, but we will make a decision on how, what to do about it. So it's not just a talk therapy. So like there's never, I mean, there are times where you talk more and I talk less, but you know, normally I'm there asking questions and holding you accountable to say, what am I going to do about this? Amen. Okay? Yes. So we walk away with more of a of a plan of how do I want to be? What is it that I'm going to do with this information now that I've processed it? Yeah. And I would tell you, 
like when I think about therapy and I I've done therapy before and I, you know, for personal situations and I think it's wonderful, mm-hmm. but therapy is often reflecting on past events and on just spending time unpacking them. Mm-hmm. That's not what we do. And at the same time, business coaching is often about just looking to the future and looking to the professional aspects and the tactics and the priorities, right? But not accounting for some Mm -hmm. internal motivations, like feelings or thoughts that might be Mm -hmm. driving it. And so what this does is it's a kind of a beautiful marriage to put the person and the the real person behind the business with the needs of the business together to solve Mm -hmm. for it, to have an action plan going forward and not having roadblocks. Mm -hmm. And that is really new in my experience with having professional business type coaching. And and I can remember there was one time, this has probably been seven years. This was even before I met you. There was a, a lovely uh, business strategist that was in our co-working space and she was working with um, the leader of that co-working space. And we did, we got done with the business strategy. I was helping with the marketing strategy. And she said to that business leader, she said, now, how are you feeling after this meeting? And I will never forget my thought process was, well, that was weird. I have never had anybody in a business <laughs> environment say, how are you feeling? I'm like, who cares how we're feeling? Like that is how I think a lot of business professionals, and especially if you're my generation, right? I'm, mm-hmm. I'm a little older. There was no time for feelings. There's just time for doing. Yes. But you, when you put the two together and you harness both, it's like rocket fuel. Absolutely. Yes. And that's, that's when we bend time and that's when we leap into things that are unknown and and create results faster than ever. And, and I think that's why my coaching really resonated with also with glow does, right? So I think that the way that we're approaching work these days is really looking at it from a whole different perspective of what isn't working anymore? You know, it has to start with the person. It has to start with the human being that's in the role and how we're operating. Our operating system is set to be a certain way, right? And so we can't go out and try to, you know, um, to override that. If we learn how to work with our operating system and being a human, then we can create anything faster. And and sometimes it takes time to slow down, right? We have to decide we got to slow down before we speed up. We have to do that. And it's such, it's not a normal conversation that our world is having right now, especially in the business space, right? So there's sort of this, this huge shift that we're trying to explain that, yes, it's okay to take a break. It is okay to look at what your brain is offering you because ultimately, your thoughts and your your programming is what runs your life. And we can either be awake to all of that or we can be asleep. And it certainly has not been helping us to be asleep to all these patterns. No, not at all. And I fell in that trap big time of the uh, run, 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 run. No pausing, no awareness of that. And, you know, that was the other unique thing about your coaching that I had not experienced before there was kind of two aspects and I I've had people try to tell me right before, like, this is a marathon, not a sprint, Michelle. 
And how do you train for a marathon? You, you know, you, you build, you do slow down, you don't go at, you know, sprint speed for a marathon. Mm -hmm. But what I love about what you bring to the table is you help me understand why my brain is struggling with that. Mm -hmm. So you bring the brain science behind why it's so important mm -hmm. to have these moments of like flow and you're moving forward, but the brain science behind too, why your brain needs to slow down a little. And I, I, I just remember it was very transformative and powerful when you said to me, like, I was really racking through my brain on some problem, right? Trying to solve for it. Cause that's the old way I did things. Like I have a problem. I have to solve for it. Solve, solve, solve. <laughs> and you taught me like, well, first of all, your brain has no space to solve for this right now. You've been in nonstop meetings all day long. You have not taken 15 minutes to stand up from your chair. And here's what I want you to do. I want you to go set down this problem and trust that your brain is working on it in the background. Now go take a break, 15 minutes, meditate, which was a challenge for me. Mm -hmm. It's still a challenge for me. Only guided meditation is where I'm at at this mm -hmm. point. But then, you know, other forms of like mind recovery, you know, I can remember watering my plants or walking the dog, right? Or, or just getting out and moving around, mm -hmm. but setting it down I, I did not understand the power of your brain and how it can solve for you. And you don't have to toil mm -hmm. so hard. Yes. Delegating to the, to the unconscious, to the subconscious. And I think that's, that's a concept that I'm working on with a lot of my executives because, you know, you always know, like your, your inner being knows. And sometimes we try to outthink or we try to overthink and overanalyze these things. So yes, that that's definitely um, for every, anyone who's listening, one of the methods that I, um, I love to, to prescribe is delegating to your unconscious. <laughs> and the way you proved that to me, I loved your example. Cause you know, if you remember, especially in the beginning, I didn't have any experience with this. So I was like, okay, mm -hmm. I guess I'll do it, but I don't mm -hmm. know if it's going to work. Mm -hmm. And the way you explained it was like, you know how sometimes when you take a shower, like suddenly when you're in that shower, there's a problem that you needed to solve for and it pops up and you come up with a new idea or if like you're running, like I'm a runner, right? Yeah. And all of a sudden it comes up. I'm not thinking about that solving for that problem at mm -hmm. that moment in time, but my brain apparently had been working on it. And when I'm in a calm place, mm -hmm. it's able to come to the forefront of my mind. And I was like, oh, okay. I actually know what you're <laughs> talking about. That makes sense. That is it. The MacGyver method. Absolutely. <laughs> Love it. Well, so good. So I hear you have had transformations within. Can you tell the audience a little bit about the results you've created as a business and how it's sort of changed that for you? And, and being a leader, I think that's another sort of area we can talk about of how this work really gets you to be a better leader, right? Yeah. Yeah. And you know, when I said, I just kept showing up and then I got the results. And so I kept coming, right. That it's really mm -hmm. helpful with the work mm -hmm. that you do with me every week. And I would tell you in that, in this year, there has been a massive transformation personally for me mm -hmm. and professionally in the business, because it did, it gave me clarity. It gave me new tools. It eliminated 
blocks in my life. And, you know, the intention was for the business, but I would tell you just recently, my husband said to me on a personal level, he's like, I can tell that this work that you're doing is really been, it's really been so good for you. You've been happier. You haven't been as short with the family. You haven't been as tired. Mm -hmm. You feel like you have joy again. And they are getting the fruits of this Mm -hmm. labor that we're doing together. Mm -hmm. So that has been an added bonus that Mm -hmm. I didn't expect. Now, from a leadership standpoint, professionally, that is also paying off in my work environment. And my team keeps telling me how inspired they feel now, how much they're excited for the future of what's happening for the business, how they love the fact that there's clarity and where we're going now as a business. I don't, I didn't have that obviously before because I didn't know where I wanted to go with the business. Um, so when we worked on defining our massive, my massive transformative purpose, which is to empower 1 million women to find their strength and provide them with the tools, resources, and opportunities to succeed. So when that became my guidepost of, okay, this is really what I want to do next with my business. And you helped me realize I had one before I had success before with a guidepost. And that was helping, you know, professional women not feel like they have to choose between their career and their motherhood. That's how I started the business 20 years ago because women didn't have that choice. And so you helped me realize, well, you've had success. And the reason you feel stuck is because you met your goal, Michelle. Mm -hmm. You're not feeling inspired every day. So therefore I wasn't also inspiring anybody else. Mm -hmm. So now having this new guidepost in my life, this new massive transformative purpose, that is super exciting because, you know, I do think as humans, we're motivated more than just most of us, at least are motivated more than just money. And I do believe when you find your passion and your joy, the money comes along. But so when I've got a guidepost of helping so many people, and then I'm constantly figuring out, well, how is that translating into the business mm-hmm. that you, you can't help but have carry mm-hmm. that energy into your everyday mm-hmm. work. So now the team has clarity on why we're doing what we're doing. They're all bought in on it. Mm-hmm. They know how we're going to do that, right? And in, in year one and year two and in year three, like they're getting to that. We're working on, okay, now how do we break that down into quarterly and your roles? But we're having these conversations on a regular basis. And I think the two combinations of just really having clarity mm-hmm. has been transformative for the team mm-hmm. and they get buy-in, right? That's, it's fulfilling for them. I've got the right people on the team that also yeah. believe and where we're going. But the fact that I can show up every day and be excited about what Mm -hmm. I do again for a living, like people say all the time, they're like, you're just inspiring, Mm -hmm. you're motivating. And I'm like, well, I'm actually inspired for what I do every day for a living. And that brings joy. So I'm I'm really excited. We are, um, we're in the middle of hiring more people and we're elevating roles. We also are, because we have clarity on where we're going as a business, Mm -hmm. we have gotten rid of some businesses 
that no longer meet our vision so we can make space for, you know, yes. bringing in the clients and the opportunities that, that will amazing. align with mm-hmm. the vision. And that has been exciting. Mm-hmm. real. And so I would tell you then from a financial standpoint, um, I am on pace to more than double the revenue this year. We're actually, I think with the momentum we have, we're, we're pacing to triple the revenue for the year. But again, it starts with you helping me say, put a big, high, hard goal out there, Michelle. Yes. And cha- yeah. and I can remember even on that, like, <laughs> I was like, okay, like and we did it on revenue and you were like, why only this bump up your revenue? Mm-hmm. Like that's, if you can get this, shoot yeah. for this, because if you fall short, then we'll work on your mindset with falling yeah. short, <laughs> but at least you're striving for big things. And that was, yes. that's been immensely helpful. Oh, I, Absolutely love hearing all of this. This is so fulfilling to hear. And I'm so proud of you uh, for doing all the hard work because it's a lot of heavy lifting. It's a lot of heavy lifting every week. Um, It's not easy. And it's especially not easy coming into it with with such positivity and optimism, right? I mean, each week you come in and you, you feel your feelings, you feel your emotions, and then you put it aside and then you decide on what to do with it. So it's it's just, you're such a perfect example of what's possible, of what is possible and, and that it takes a little bit and, and that patience and consistency totally pay off right? and believing in yourself and having your own back. I think is, is another big part of, because, you know, there are times where people don't see your vision and doubt it. And then for you to still be able to stick with it yeah, and believe in yourself. Right. Yeah. And then for me to hold that vision for you, because each week I hold that vision for you and I say, yes, here it is. Don't give up. Yeah, right? that is true. That is so true because, you know, it's, it's not all, you know, ice cream and candy, happy joy <laughs> all the time. You know, yeah. it really isn't. I mean, some, some days are harder than others. Some weeks are harder than others, but you hold up that vision. And again, I don't think though I could keep doing the hard work if I really didn't have that passion and purpose Absolutely. to remind me, yeah. right. You, you help remind me when I'm in the thick of it and I can't see mm-hmm. the forest for the trees. Right. But that is what does it. And, and having now tools and an accountability partner, mm-hmm. so to speak, mm-hmm. right. That says, okay, how are you being intentional about this every day? Because Michelle, you already made a decision that this is what you want to do for mm-hmm. this next phase in your life. And it matters. It's important. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. don't give up on yourself. And when it gets hard, just rethink how you could tackle it differently mm-hmm. or take a break. Maybe you just need to give yourself a break. Yeah, you know, so right. It's been powerful. I feel like that that was um that is one of the things for you and, and for many of my clients that you know I have to remind them every week of like it's okay to take that break, it's okay to recover, have the grit. And sometimes that's the hardest thing for high performers is to have the grit to recover and yeah. to say I need to step away. So that's that's a huge one. Um, so if what would you want someone who's been thinking about getting a coach and coaching maybe with me or, or a different executive coach or whatever? Um, what would you want them to know about coaching and, and what do they need to know to make a decision? Mm. Well, first of all, coaching, I truly believe, especially when you have the right coach, your person. And I would tell you, Ariana's my person. I guess I will let her be somebody else's person. <laughs> 
I'm hesitant to share you. Um, no, no, there's enough Ariana to go around. Um, it is worth every bit of the investment because you are investing in yourself. Mm. And you have to start with saying, I believe in myself and I believe I deserve more mm-hmm. out of my career, out of my life. And the work that you do helps you as a, as a, you know, someone that's on the other end to realize that. So it's one of the most powerful investments I think you can make in yourself and it, you will uncover things you did not know about yourself. Mm -hmm. And so in the same regard, I think you have to come to it with an open mind Mm -hmm. and you have to say, I am going to be open to maybe learning new things and trying them, even if I don't understand it. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to try it yeah. and see what happens. I'm going to be open to maybe seeing myself in a different way, pivoting if I need to. So there's this combination with coaching where you have to be prepared, I think, to both have an in- intentionality and a willingness to maybe be a little fluid, right? And pivot. Mm-hmm. But um, the biggest thing for me, like I said, is especially with the work we've done, because it was so foreign to me. It, mm. it was not mathematical and yeah. business, um, is to be open to a new approach, a new mm-hmm. thought, and trust that it's probably going to be for your good. Mm-hmm. Like, just know, yeah. as long as you go into it with full commitment, it's going to be for your good. Yes. Yeah. And you're, you're an example of that, you know, of how you can just, you know, triple your business by just slowing down to be able to, to identify those blockers and, and the intangibles that are running the business. Yes. The numbers. Yeah. And commit to yourself though. Like when you make that commitment, the Mm -hmm. great thing about making a financial commitment with a coach is, I mean, there's money on the line. So don't waste your investment, do the work. Because that is the other thing. There are some days it'd be much easier to just get up and just let my day affect me. Mm -hmm. But ever since I started working with you, I've said, no, I will not let my day affect me. I will affect my day. Yes. Love that. And what about for anyone who who thinks, oh, I I get you. I hear you, Michelle, but I just don't have time. I just (laughs) don't have time, right? Because I get that a lot of, you know, it all sounds amazing, but 15 minutes a week, that's just, I don't think I can do that. Yeah. Yeah. If you don't have time, then you need coaching. Yeah. <laughs> that's Thank what I would you. say. Yes. <laughs> because you haven't figured out how to make the time. You're running a path where you're, you're letting your day, your life affect you versus you taking control of your day and your life. So if you don't feel like you have the time, then you're not in control of mm-hmm. the outcomes. And so be prepared to have life lead you mm-hmm. wherever it may. Instead, I'd rather be the person that says, I'd like to know where I'm going in life and I'd like to lead the way. Mm-hmm. So I would say, find the time, commit to it. Ariana will help you figure out how to make it feel like it's not a burden. You will look forward to it every week. And what will happen is then that that frenetic feeling that you have about the pace of your life won't feel as frenetic anymore. Mm -hmm. And so you'll start to feel better. So I would say you're the perfect candidate if you're saying that. Yes. Beautiful. Beautifully said. Oh, well, this has been 
an honor to hear you talk about the transformation that you've had. And it just means so much um, that you're willing to come on. And I'm sure that my audience is going to love listening to you. You're such a great storyteller. And it's just been such a great year and watching you grow and be a superstar client because definitely I've always told you that you are definitely my superstar clients. Thank you. Um, thank you. You've set the standard pretty high um, and I'm proud of you. Thank you. Thank you so much. I, it's really helpful. And I would tell you it's helpful to get that positive reinforcement as well. Every week, get that reminder to say, you know what, Michelle, you are doing a great yeah. job. Don't doubt yourself. And and, and you're a joy. You're a blessing in my life as well. And like I say, I, I, I sing your praises to everyone all the time. I'm so happy to be able to reach so many more people through the podcast. And yeah. I'm happy to answer any questions too. And I'd love for you to share where my audience can find you in, in your business. Yes. Thank you. So my business is Fly Pages. We are a digital marketing firm located in St. Louis, Missouri. And the website is by flypages.com. Our company on the Fly Pages side works with other agencies to support their digital marketing efforts. We work with, you know, larger corporations who may have a marketing department, but they don't have the resources to do the digital side internally. And they're looking for that strategic partner. So the, the Fly Pages side is really looking for that that larger business that knows they have a marketing plan, they have a marketing strategy, but they need a really powerful implementation team. And so that's Fly Pages. And then our newest business is the Fly Pages Vault, which yes. is geared towards small businesses. And you can find that at Fly Pages Vault or yes, flypagesvault.com. And we have created a marketing portal, an online marketing portal for small businesses. And we're in the, we are in the middle of building out different industries right now. We've got fitness, restaurant, travel, and we're getting ready to unlock the home health industry here soon. And so we're always looking for other industries to support. And we started that business so we could support the small business who maybe can't afford a traditional agency model. And coming out of the pandemic, my heart just went out to the small businesses. They have such a need yes. for powerful marketing and they're the least to have the resources you know, like the bigger franchises do. So we are giving them the, ab the ability to compete with professional marketing at an affordable price. I just love that. That is such a brilliant concept and you are killing it. Thank you. Um, well, it, that talk about another passion to be able to help yeah. people. I mean, that makes me so happy. I mean, you, those small business people, well, we're all small business people in yeah. the scheme. Like none of us are uh, Apple, but I mean, pandemic was hard and kudos yes. to everybody who made it through the pandemic and yes. are working hard to keep moving forward. So we're here to help you. Yes. Well, thank you so much, Michelle. Thank you. Thanks for having me. It's been a joy.